Damn, she already on. I'm just playing. <laughs> she already on my ass. What's up, everybody? Robin here checking in on a brand new episode of Pillow Talk. And as always, I appreciate y'all for tuning in with your girl. Make sure you hit that subscribe button, streaming on all major platforms, including iHeartRadio, every Tuesday. You don't want to miss that, okay? So make sure you subscribe. If you're not following me on Facebook, what are you doing? Go ahead and follow me on Facebook so you can see all of the interviews live, as well as Twitter, E93Robin, and the YouTube, Robin E. Bet, okay? Bringing you guys today a super, super dope interview with my boy, my gang, Zay Stone. He came back on Pillow Talk Podcast to chop it up about what he's been doing, his new businesses, and to really just give us some gems on how to create a better life for yourself. It's really amazing for me when I see artists expand and evolve and really just get to another level uh, of expression and creativity. And Zay Stone is somebody that not only speaks positivity, he truly lives it. Keep listening. New episode dropping right now. Oh yeah, we official. We official like a whistle. We felt, we felt what you were saying, though. Shout out to all y'all that's tapping in right now, man. <clears throat> Welcome back to Pillow Talk. We're here on another ah. episode. And I'm so excited to have my boy in the building. Uh, Hi. Hello. Hello. Pleasure to be here. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be acting like that now. Don't be acting like that. It's truly a pleasure. No. No, but appreciate you for coming on here. This is, you know, been a while. You were on here before. He was actually one of the first artists too that came on Pillow Talk podcast. So I appreciate you for being a real one. Yes. I've always been in great support of the Pillow Talk podcast. Shout out Robin E. Yeah, it was fun. I did get it. So it but this that time, I was like, let me switch it up. I was like, anybody ever interviewed you? Yeah. She was like, Why would you why'd you get on that? Why you get on that? I like I like learning. Okay. <laughs> okay. I like learning and I, I like what you be doing, you know what I'm saying? And you definitely, you know what I'm saying, got the looks, you know what I'm saying? It's always an all around pleasure to be around. Um, you're welcome. So <laughs> I was just curious to learn more about you and I thought it'd be interesting because I know as a as a entrepreneur yourself, someone who hustles and grinds, um, I know how important it is for your people and your fan base to know who is behind what's being orchestrated, what's being put together. You know what I'm saying? So hopefully that was something that added value to your channel. Yeah. I'm it glad. did. I'm oh. glad. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. It definitely You're did. Welcome. I appreciate you. Shout out to a fresh, a fresh culture, of course, for sliding. Yes, sir. Excellent. Excellent interview. Yeah. yeah. So, that was great. Appreciate y'all for always tapping in. Yes, I got my boys. They spoke in the building. Um, you've been doing your thing though as well too. And for Thank those you. that may or may not know, he is also an entrepreneur. But I initially met you as an artist. Yes. So you know you've been doing a lot though in the in the years. It's been like a couple years. Um, I met you like two years, I think. Something like that. Yeah. And you've like <clears throat> transformed. I feel like of being more than just an artist. That's dope. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Um. 
better We're stop doing. playing. You better stop playing, okay? Um. So I'm not. So it's funny that people say that they like because when people meet me as an artist, I spent a lot of time getting good as an artist. You know what I'm saying? I spent a lot of hours. Like when people talk about ten thousand hours, locking yourself in the basement. I was in my mom's basement making music. We've been doing this for a long time. I'm like eight years in now. You know, maybe longer. I have to ask Zip. Cool, Raul. How long we been doing this? How long we been doing this? Cool. Let's see if he's still all the way in Puerto Rico. He said, "Yo, music." He's like, "Where's the music?" <laughs> Hold on. How long we been doing? We've been doing this a, a point blank a long time. But anyway, I was like a nerd in high school. You know what I'm saying? I, I was always um, interested in certain things. Uh, I took AP literature, AP language, you know, in, in high school. And so that gave me like a little bit of, I was, I, I hated writing. And I had a really great teacher, Mr. Phyllis, who put me on. Um, but I say all that to say like, my background goes very far. I've had all types of jobs, probably 50 different jobs, you know. Um, and so I've always been more than an artist, in my opinion. I think like all human beings, our artistry is a part of us. But most times than not, we have different layers and different aspects to us. And so I think with entrepreneurship and social media, it's allowed me to put that out there more. And in a way that <clears throat> more people want to perceive. I just start tweeting. I'd be tweeting all type of shit. So I'd be tweeting little nerdy facts and all type of little funny shit. And motherfuckers don't be feeling that shit. But when you see somebody doing like some glamorous shit on social media, oh, he owns a business. Like, it, <clears throat> even though that shit can be glamorous, but it's also hard work. You know, that's the shit they don't tell you. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but yeah. So I think it's funny when people say, "Oh, you transformed," and this. I really was able to expose more people that I had met through music mm -hmm. to who I am. You know. Well, we love it. We Thank love you. The you know, being able to see more of you, I guess you should say. He says it's knee high. That's how long we've been doing it. <laughs> knee high. Well, we love seeing different sides of people, of course. Thank you. Always inspiring, yeah. you know, motivating. So just growing up for you initially, I know you say you kind of nerdy, getting into that thing, but did you always picture yourself like doing music and doing other things, being just a person of multiple, you know, venues? So when I was young, right, when I was real, real young, I was going through a lot of stuff in my life. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like not being the coolest kid from up to like, I had no clothes, you know, like my parents didn't have a whole lot of money. Uh, when I was nine, my, my father got diagnosed with severe paranoid schizophrenia, you know what I'm saying? So he's been homeless and mentally ill for quite a long time, you feel me? Um, but so I, I'm dealing with all this stuff from adolescence to like... You know, I'd say from like really from like eight, seven, eight years old to, you know, being a teenager growing up and all that stuff. The only way I was able to escape my reality without doing negative things to people was to be positive in my mind. You know what I'm saying? So I always pictured when I was listening to Lil Wayne, Ludacris, I always pictured myself being in, the, in that position. You know what I'm saying? That's just how I was able to just stay positive. I created like this false world around me in a way, you know, just like this good world, but just always, always just felt good about who I was and where I was going. So like, I always pictured myself. I remember when I was real young, I was like, you know, when I turned 21, there was this line uh, from New York at the Brooklyn Circus. And it was like, just like fresh clothes, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you look at like a newspaper boy, but imagine like a little bit more fancy, you know what I'm saying? And I don't know if they're still around. I think they went more hip, like more modern and shit with their shit. But uh, anyway, so I was like, I'm going to be dressing like that when I'm 21, you know? And 
it's funny because music is the one thing that I think held me back from doing that as far as my appearance. I wanted to dress. I, I, I grew dreads. You remember? I had dreads. You know what I'm saying? I, and I, I believe in some spiritual things along with yeah. all of that as well, but neither here nor there. Um, but yeah, I would dress more hip hop and more, you know what I'm saying? And to me, that shit just gets old. Yeah. It's real overpriced. You know what I'm saying? Like, I look at these billionaires, millionaires, you know, whatever, and they, they, some of them outdo it. Conor McGregor, he be wearing some $2,000, $5,000 suits, you know what I'm saying? But for the most part, people be dressed humble, you know? Right. And so, like, I feel like hip hop is hip hop. Fashion culture, I should say, yeah. Yeah, not hip hop in general, because there's a lot of different types of hip hop. But hip hop, uh, fashion culture is just very like flaunted. You know what I'm saying? Just, you know. So uh, it took me as I got older. You know, I'm 29 now. So as I got older, I kind of fell from that and came back to once I started dressing a little bit more. You know how how I want to be, uh, how I want to represent myself. That's when it hit me like, damn, I, I used to want to dress like this. You know what I'm saying? It took me a longer time than I, you know, I was probably like 26 when I started wearing dress shoes again. And so last three years, but from, you know, when that kid that was like 21, I'm, yeah. I'm seven years late, you know what I'm saying? That's how I saw it. Like, damn, like you just now getting back on track to what you were saying, what you going to be, you know? So I always envision myself just as a successful individual. Um, It still helps me to this day. Anytime I'm going through something like just, Having had to reframe my mind to just seeing things in a positive light, it, it's just something that now is more natural. Um, you know, it doesn't take as much like even self care really to to feel where I'm supposed to be at because it's just my thought process. I've been working on that for a long time. You know, so yes, I've always seen myself where I am and where I where I plan to be for sure. Facts, I know that's right. Yeah. It always knew. I don't know if that's a song, but what the fuck is Yo, I started hitting a little rhythm. Okay. I'm like, no, but I like that though. That's very inspiring, and I think that's dope that you just kind of broke it down. You know, just this whole persona when it comes to fashion and how, yes, it is a cycle of being like washed up after a while, and. People don't really know who they are sometimes in yeah, that yeah. persona. So yeah. I feel like you've always been somebody that's like stay true to themselves and you haven't been someone that I've seen kind of following the crowd or just kind of blending in. I start shit. I'm the originator of a lot of shit. Me and my boys, you know what I'm saying? We've been doing this rap shit for a long Shout out my nigga Zipper Buka. You know what I'm saying? That man, he don't even, he live in Florida now, but he's like 12 years in. He put, he put, he put me on to the music. And he's a very like self-oriented individual. He's like, I'm gonna record it myself. I'm gonna make the beat myself. I'm gonna mix it myself. I'm gonna write the shit. And he has some really dope shit out there that everybody should really check out. You know, and I don't like to hype up artists because they're my friends. Mm -hmm. I have a lot of friends that are talented, you know. But Zippa, he's definitely something special for sure. Um, but yeah, so I don't even know where the fuck I was going with that. That's okay. I just started, you know. That's my boy. But uh, yeah, for real. But also, my originating <laughs> shit. Like I was the first one, you know. Shout out to people who continued the shit. But I was yeah. the first one doing the shows in Lake County. Mm -hmm. You know, I was the first one doing a lot of shit. Uh, I put myself out there with the professional cameraman. Shout out my boy Nico. You know what I'm saying? Invested in my my image in the way that I and I, I now a lot of people kind of follow suit but yeah. how could you not you know because right. I got it from somebody you right. know at the end of the day but I, I'm aware and I don't do it on no cocky shit but when niggas get some negative energy towards me mm -hmm. I'll be like hold on now mm -hmm. you know type shit so that's okay you know motherfuckers 
don't like to get a flowers all the time. But not that's all the all time. Right. Yeah. We know. Yeah, type shit. Know. And if you didn't know, okay. Well, okay. I mean, it's definitely been a big like circuit lately of more people performing Lake County stuff like that as well. But still, I think that your sound is different from a lot of other people. Um, recently, I feel like you kind of were working on a lot of your other, you know, business plans and things like that. So you did recently do a show that I was a part of and you had some new music that you was performing, you know, you was kind of getting a feel for the audience. So what's the vibe of your music right now? If you have to kind of describe where you're at with the music, what would you say? Two things, me, that's the vibe, it's me. You know what I'm saying? I'm, the more I learn about myself, the more I'm able to articulate that in the music. You know what I'm saying? And be more raw in the music rather than like a thought process. Like I'm aware of what I'm feeling and who I am. And so I'm going to portray that and put that on into the music. So as far as sound, that's where I'm at with it. As far as like releasing and shit, I do have one song that I'm going to release called Harder. I played it at that show. That was the, sh that was the song that everybody had picked. So I'm going to stick to my word and make sure I release it. I don't know when, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I'm going to drop it soon, um, probably next three weeks, four weeks, somewhere in there. Um, but other than that, I'm just doing what feels right. Mm -hmm. I'm not trying to release a bunch of music. I'm working on getting my capital together, you know. I don't want to be in a non-advantageous position mm -hmm. as far as a deal or any anything like that, mm -hmm. especially with all the resources that are out there today. Um, but it, it comes at a price all the time and it's either your time or it's your money. And I'd rather gain experience in other areas at this time okay. while I make the money and still dabble in Like that show is great for me because I haven't performed in a while, mm -hmm. but that is what makes my soul happy. You yeah. know, I love doing that, you know? Right. <laughs> so it was a great time. You know, some people, oh, that little shit, you know, for me, it's like, it's where I grew up at. Number one is right down the street. I'm not spending no money for real. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I was buying everybody drinks, but that's neither here nor there. I still spent way less than if I would have went to the city. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, yeah, you feel me? It's, ooh. <laughs> but uh, it was a good time. Yeah. You know, so uh, that's where I'm at with, with the music and, and just in general, you know. I, well, I like that. I think I'm used to seeing you, I guess, do more of the music stuff. So I had to just ask for myself, you know, I where you. where he was at with it. But I enjoy seeing you, you know, dabble in the other stuff. And that's real shit. Yeah. Why not invest the time in making the money right now and just kind of have that flexibility? So I feel that. I feel yeah. That. And I, I know the sound is different. So I feel like ROI is really important in business. And whatever you're investing in, whatever you're putting money into, what is your return on that investment? Mm -hmm. And some things have a delayed return, like such as a music career or developing yeah. developing a business from the ground up with not a lot of capital. Right. Anything like that has a delayed gratitude, but you get the gratitude from the small wins. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, I think uh, I'm high as hell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I'm high as hell. Ooh, and it's wine getting to me. I feel great, though. But um oh, shit. Uh anyway, yeah, like, <laughs> I, my got brain stuff. Anyway, that's all right. <laughs> so right now in music, I do feel like it's just a lot of like the same type of shit that's going on. Yeah. People kind of mixing and everything like that. So if you have to just kind of sum it up right now, how you feeling about the music scene as a whole? You feel me? You have a certain genre, you have a certain artist that you really fucking with, you're not really fucking with. Like, what's your take right now on the music scene? Yeah. 
overall music scene? Yeah, the overall, how you feel and everything right now. I like it. Okay. It's cool, you know. Uh, artists, I listen to every great artist, you know, and there's a lot of them in my mind because they're great at just being themselves. Mm -hmm. uh, but I more more so try to listen to things that are gonna that are taking me where I want to go. Mm -hmm. So like, honestly, I don't listen to a lot of rap. Okay. If I do, I'll check out some songs or people be playing it. I don't hate anything. Okay. Um, but I listen to a lot of like classical music, for real, for real. A lot of shit that's more, um, I don't know, just better for the brain. You know, like we as rappers and shit like that, like motherfuckers love talking about things that just really aren't good for us. <laughs> you know what I'm Actually. saying? Shit that really ain't gonna help us at all. And that's what's commercial now, that's what sells. Yeah. Little kids thinking, you know. So it's like the rap music scene, I think it's kind of fucked up. Mm -hmm. You know, but there's people that are doing it right, like J. Cole and etc. But my con not my concern, but my thing is like they got in still through the record label route, mm -hmm. and that's really not really to move no more mm -hmm. in my opinion so it's like that's like some slave master shit mm -hmm. most people aren't getting deals unless they have leverage but you know what a lot of people you know are starting to see more now like yeah. the benefit you know they're holding out for a while though. yeah a long time you know what i'm saying yeah don't just throw him at the bus like that <laughs> <laughs> i'm like hold on <laughs> that's what i okay when he came over through the labor route you know he that's, did. and it's like that always is going to get you especially he's dope you know, if you're dope, you're going to get that commercial success with that type of revenue behind you, yeah. you know, in the marketing. So, but I, I think it's cool. You know, I'm excited for where it's going to go. Yeah. I feel like there's always like a reset in a lot of shit. So the more ignorant this shit get, <laughs> like not everything, you know, but the more ignorant this, like the commercial shit get that like, they keep trying to push, motherfuckers going, like, all right, I'm tired of this, you know. <sighs> Just fucked up. No, I feel that though. And then by then I'm gonna have two mil. Okay. <laughs> and I'm gonna just put my shit out there okay. like that. And you can still be like, eh. yeah. I got the money and the content. So I don't the... need no label. Yeah. I just do But that I... is the move. Like you're not lying. Yeah. You know, Shanti just got her master's back and stuff. And she's been out forever. Forever. And it's like you took you this long to realize you needed that shit yourself. Yeah, right. So but back then it was just different. There was no still, internet. But it's the point of her doing but it yeah, now. Yeah. Anita Baker, uh, all these yeah. artists that are, you know, seeing the value now after Smart years or whatever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you ain't lying. That's yeah. that's the way to go. Like for sure. Yeah, facts. So that's I don't know. I just feel like it's all God's timing. Mm -hmm. And like as my life has been pieced together in, in the ways that it has, like I'm sure you have revelations, you know, like like damn, I had this one class back in elementary school and it's just it's helping me right now and doing whatever I'm doing. You know, just as an example, that's helping me all the time. Like certain math and little shit. I just be like, damn, I'm grateful for this certain experience, you know? <clears throat> so I feel like that's how things going to piece together type shit. Everybody was laughing at me when I... <laughs> damn, damn shit. Damn shit. Fuck y'all. Nice shit. Shout out to Young Shy for tuning in as well. Make sure you share this video. Make sure you share this video. No, but the scene is different now for sure. And being your own boss, being independent, figuring out your own way to go through things, that's definitely the way to go. Like, there's just there's just no other way around it. Yeah. So, let's get into your businesses because you are a businessman as well. Doing your thing. So, we love that. That's the business dance. That's the business dance. <laughs> so, you do have two businesses your branding business as well, and then is it build a 
Dream Builders. Oh, I'm sorry, Dream Builders Shop, <clears throat> Dream Builders Chicago. Yeah. So both super super dope, by the way, y'all. Make sure I check them out. I need they have pages as well. Super dope. So how did you start? Which one started first? I should say. Which one did you start first? Uh, Reach. Branded by Brand, uh, yeah, branded by Reach. Mm -hmm. That's the Instagram tag at, at branded by Reach. I don't post much. Mm -hmm. It's just not a necessity. That's something that once I hire somebody or have the time to start scheduling the shit, that's what I would like to do. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> the same marketing that we do for customers, I'd love to do for ourselves, but I don't do it yet. You know, but you can definitely check me out or just check out check out my personal page at Real Zay Stone. I'm always posting like stories and little shit, but <clears throat> um, Reach started first. I I just wanted to start a business. I had two have have two dope friends um, that are very talented in their own right. One of them is a coder. He does like websites and shit. Uh, right now he's in soft uh, development for BlockFi, which is like the trading app. Oh, okay. No, so, educate us. <clears throat> BlockFi is a cryptocurrency trading app. It's also okay. a wallet. You can link a wallet. Like if you have a physical wallet of crypto, you can link it okay, to so to BlockFi. Like, I know it's kind of like what is a what is it, Coinbase? Okay. BlockFi is similar to Coinbase, but not as mainstream and more secure. Hmm. And so he he works for them now. And so he moved to the city. So that's that's why it hasn't been a focus of mine. Hmm. Number one, number two, it's just uh, it's hard to you have to really sell that product. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I'm not a I'm not a salesman. You know, yeah. I don't like I, I can sell. I have sales experience, but I don't like selling people on shit. Trying to like, if you don't naturally want it, yeah. I really don't want to sell it. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying? Hard, <laughs> yeah, you know, like if you don't, if you really don't want it, like Dream Builders, which is my second business after Reach, which gave me, in my opinion, the experience I needed to develop a business. Like I, I had a customer, a client, amazing client. We had a lot of clients, but this one specific client, uh, we actually did consulting for, and we like revamped their whole inside interior. You know, did a little remodel. Uh, we were doing marketing for them, developed some um, photos, videos, visual media with my boy Nico. We, we created their website. My boy Louie did that. And uh, but through all of that process and then all the other you know marketing clients that we had, brand development clients that we had, <clears throat> that taught me a lot about business, a lot about brands and strong brands and all that, because these are things that I had a, a gist for. But if I wanted to perform at what I was charging yeah. for it. I had to get better, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so that's what Reach was for me personally. It was just like a crash course on everything that I think matters most in business. Okay. The money and all that shit, that matters most, mm -hmm. but without sale, a pr process, understanding processes are, are very important in anything. If you can't regulate a business, yeah. then you're never going to be hands-free from it, mm -hmm. and it's never going to be passive income. So it's going to be you hustling for money, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? So... I learned a lot through Reach, and I, I'm grateful for the experience. I'm grateful for my business partners for, on, on that, and I want them to have the most success. They're both killing it in what they're doing. Um, I might close it and just be freelance, just brand, just do branding and contract them for whatever is needed. I have another website guy. He's great. Uh, he Hans, you know Kendall, obviously, DJ Ken's. Yeah, yeah. Hans does, does some stuff with them and, and PZ and all of them. So he's a good guy. Um, so I do use him for a lot of the website stuff. But, uh, yeah, so I might just do it as like a side hustle. We had – it's just all such a random shit being charged on our account. I'm like, what the fuck is this? What, what the fuck is that? Like the other day, like $251 for some shit. But, like, our car – my car is linked to so many different things. Okay. I'm just like, I don't even know, you know. Yeah. So I might just close that motherfucking bank account. Oh, <laughs> 
Hey, no, nah, hell no, nah, no, nah, nothing like that. But yeah, so it was just be funny as hell. <laughs> PPP. I wish I could have got some shit like that. I wasn't. I wasn't taking that risk. With PPP. But yeah, Dream Builders. That's my business now. We do re- re- remodeling. Really, we give people homes of their dreams. You know what I'm saying? We take any living space. We consult with the customer. We say, "What are you looking to do? What do you want to do? What are you interested in?" We get fair pricing. Okay. Um, we need to get better at pricing because. Like there's some things that it'd be like some expensive ass flooring with three different fucking sizes. I'm like, I only charge this. This shit should have been all the same yeah. size. So I'm like, I'm I lost a, a few bands on that, you know. Okay. But it's I, a learning process. But I told her I was like, look, I'm not gonna overcharge you. I'm just letting you know. Get, make sure we a lot for another day or two because this is some tedious stuff. Um, but yeah, so it's it's great, honestly. Um, seeing the looks on people's faces when we deliver the product, when we finish painting a room, and just like everything, we try to do everything at a gold standard. You know what I'm saying? So um, it's gotten us very, very far. I started focusing on this business in June. Um, I mean, we'll talk after air about the revenue that was created because I put that shit out there. But uh, it was it was it's, it's been it's been a great year. You know what I'm saying? And it's only been half the year. So I'm excited for what the future has. I'm more excited because I'm able to provide opportunity to others. Yeah. Um, hiring people, putting bread in their pocket, they feeding yeah. their kids. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's a very gratifying thing. And I, I'm excited to be able to offer full-time hours and be so booked for, you know, years and mm-hmm. and have people be able to have reliable work and a reliable income source for their families. You know, like that's, that's what I'm excited about with this business mostly. Um, the money is going to be great. It'll allow me to invest into other things that I'm, that I'm working on, whether business ideas, the music, etc. But uh, yeah, so that's where I'm at with it. I, I love it. You know what I'm saying? I love it every day I wake up. It's, it's tiring. You know, Yeah. I told you about imagine. my, I told you about my day yesterday. You know what I'm saying? Like from seven, eight in the morning ish to 9 PM, you know, just hustling, whether it's working, sending estimates, going to estimates, mm-hmm. meeting customers. And uh, but if you're willing to hustle and you're willing to be humble and just like try to learn as much as you can from every single person, yeah. like that's that's probably the most valuable thing, you know, and that's how you learn the fastest. You know, if you could pay attention to everybody versus just like one little thing, you're gonna learn more and more different perspectives, different understandings. I just spark conversations with every motherfucker that I, you know, that yeah. I kind of can, yeah. you know. Ask questions. Yeah. I like that though. That's super dope. <laughs> I think that's amazing. I mean, dream builders who don't want a dream home, obviously. Type shit. Want their own dream home. What's up, my so people? So is there like a certain, my dog. Um, is there a certain um, like qualifications that you need from customers? Do you take anybody as clientels? Uh, certain people you want to work with right now? So, so I have a lead generation source. So I'm on a few different services and things. And so I'm able to kind of hand select the type of jobs that I want. I'm able to select the areas and regions of the state or of the county that I want to focus on. So, uh, no, you just have to have something that I do mm-hmm. that you need done and be patient with flexibility because we're booked months out. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I really don't do too many small jobs unless mm-hmm. it's like right down the street or for a good friend or something okay. like that. It's just, it's just not really, you know, everything right now is like five figure deals or, or more, you know? So like, that's, that's where I, I want to focus my time on. And that's how I'm going to be able to reach my goal of providing more, more time and uh, job opportunities. You know, I have to, I can't be doing small shit yeah. and sending people everywhere. Like I would love to offer handyman services with my business. I've done a few just to see how it goes, see how the money is. It, it could be good money, but <clears throat> 
in order to have a team environment, we do big paint jobs. We do flooring. We do uh, finished carpentry, baseboards, trim, crown molding. Um, we do painting. Uh, I mean, really, you have a all whole type team of shit. That does all of this. Yeah, yeah. We have uh, three, two guys right now. I had four guys at one point. Had to fire one. One, oh, one, <laughs> one uh, had some started having some car issues. So he he's out the picture. The other one broke his arm or, or broke his hand or something like that. So he has like two more weeks to heal, and then he'll be back. Um, and then I, so I've been having me and this one guy, and we just been busting shit out, just. He's a hard worker, you know what I'm saying? I'll take him to lunch, make sure, you know, because he, he's on training, so I pay him where he's training. He never did none of this before, wow. but he's a hard worker. He works overnight. He works overnight from, like, 10 p.m., you feel me, and then comes to work with me. And he be going crazy, you know, so. Uh, Are you hiring more people? People just hit you up? What's the, uh, you know what I'm saying? People might need a job. They might need to get in yeah, contact. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I would say just get on my social media, stay in tune with me. Um I like the guy where I'm at, you know what I'm saying? And we're cruising through this project. So it's very good. We're doing carpentry right now. And carpentry is usually a carpenter and a laborer. Okay. So me and him for this is perfect. Once I start scaling up on the paint jobs, mm -hmm. that's when I'll start having more people, you know? But lately I've just been landing like complete remodels. We have another one in November that we're doing, November 1st. That'll last pretty much till like the 22nd, 23rd. Um, and we'll see what's after that. I have a couple pending, uh, you booked up. You, booked said, you know, you it's a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yes, sure. I love to hear it. It's the booking busy for me. <laughs> okay, shout out to Frederick Boone. What's up, bro? He said, "Bless Freddy his Boone. bro, much love." My dog. He said he has evolved. He just kind of late, but that's all right. We kind of talk about that. Shout out to you, Frederick. <laughs> you have to run it back. Okay. Shout out to if you. If it is. Shout out to you. Of course, shout out to everybody that's tuned in as well. Make sure y'all share this video as well because we still got the trivia, okay, of course, to get to. And I got some other questions that I want to ask you as well. Okay. So I'm happy you broke down your business. I was really intrigued to know, you know, the buildup of that. So that's really dope. You like self-taught kind of doing the thing, and that's really dope. So if you do outsource more people and you do a job posting, let me know so I can post. Okay, will do. Yeah. So with everything that you do, do you have a mentor or somebody that you really, really look up to, you know, to kind of help you make a lot of these decisions or just kind of guide you along this process? Yeah, by the grace of God, you know what I'm saying? I got a few, um, a few very important people. My first, the first is my mom, you know what I'm saying? Uh, she does, she, she does help me. She has helped me. She's more so helped me like personal shit, you know, as I'm getting older, just being able to talk with me. When, when I might have been low as a teenager or whatever, put some bread in my pocket, you know what I'm saying? Just just spread the love, you know, at all at all times. Make sure my friends can come over and they got food to eat, you know what I'm saying? And we just, we got a safe place to be, you know? So um, on top of that, she's a single mom from the south side of Chicago and she uh, graduated from Marquette with her bachelor's in engineering. Nice. So she was an engineer. Oh, she's smart. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's, hard. That's a hard-ass major, y'all, for real. <laughs> and she works at the largest um, 
testing or compliance company in the, in the world. It's a multi-billion dollar company called Underwriters Laboratories or UL. If you drive on the highway to the city, you sometimes, I'm sure you might see it on the right, it's, you know, whatever. But it's also every single little electronic you might have, a microwave, there's a circle that says UL. And it's, that means it's been tested, it's safe, it's not going to shock you if, if a thunderbolt hits the, hit the house or something like that, mm-hmm. has protection capacitors and little pieces in there to protect you, make sure you're good, you know. Um, so that's what they do. And so she's been working for them for like 20, 30 plus years, whatever. But uh, she used to take me to work with her. So I'm seeing this multi, you know, this nice ass building, all these cubicles, all these people working. And then uh, I had an internship there when I went to Purdue for electrical engineering for mm-hmm. a year and a half. And then I dropped out. Um, but while I was there, I took an internship at UL. So I got to work there. You know, she plugged me, but I was killing all the engineers. I'm setting up test over here, test over here, test over here, just grinding, you know. And uh, so I was like, this ain't for me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, because I mean, it's such a big thing and I'm playing such a small part in it. Mm. It wasn't for me, mm-hmm. you know, like that's cool for some people to get paid to do some monotonous shit, you know, yeah. but that's not me. I'm an originator. I'm an innovator. Um, if you ever take a personality test, I'm a logician. Like that's how my mind works. And so like people that they would compare me to are like Einstein, Bruce Banner, the Hulk, you know what I'm saying? Like people like that. Loki kind of crazy, you feel me? But uh, <laughs> like obsessive, you know what I'm saying? Like just obsessive over learning and, and expressing and innovating, you know? So like being in a lab, that shit wasn't, that wasn't for me. It, it was a cool experience, you know? But um, due to those experiences, that shit really helped me and uh, has really encouraged me over my life. And now she's a great sounding board. You know, she helps me with my kids. And like, I, I had to get over some things from being a kid. So once I had therapy and everything like that, our relationship has really grown. And she always she always says her piece and it's, it's always out of love, you know what I mean? And so uh, I look up to her a lot, you know, that's like the, 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 the big, the original inspiration, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Seeing her graduate, then not too long ago, like four years ago, I want to say, she graduated with her master's, you know, she ain't stopped, you feel me? <laughs> so she just, uh, yeah, so that's OG for sure. Yes. And then uh, a lot, all my homies, okay. you know, if there's one that sticks out specifically is my go- my guy, Austin Petnato, AP, good guy, uh, white dude from Libertyville, you feel me? <laughs> um, but he didn't have it easy, you know, he's, been through some shit you feel me to say the least and uh but he runs a successful construction company out in tennessee Mm -hmm. and when i first met him i was doing studio sessions selling weed you know Mm -hmm. on some love and shit he threw 20 dollars in my pocket you know he's just like he's just like hey man here you know just own that i'm like what the fuck you know but i was like i feel you and we just always connected and he's a he's an executive personality type we didn't know that back then, mm-hmm. but it's just certain things about people like that that you just tick, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, so we developed a long-standing relationship. We've done business together, all that type of shit. And, uh, and yeah, so when he goes out there, starts his business, I started in commercial framing. I had a job for a little while. You did a lot. So, yeah, so, so <laughs> that's one of the jobs that I had. And uh, that, that's how I got my main experience when it came to, like, uh, construction. That's how I got, like, the breakthrough for me, you know? Um, but, yeah, so he... When I was in commercial framing, he was building his own company, like similar to what I'm doing now, okay. out in Tennessee. And so he, uh, he's a, he's just, how do I put it? A mentor, in my opinion, is someone who, in a way, shape, or form, is where you want to be, mm-hmm. you know. And it may not be somebody that knows they're mentoring you. You know what I'm saying? That's very true. And 
so I, I just always did my best to try and sow seeds into his life, uh, seeds of wisdom and just everything. He had me come out there and work with him a couple of times. I've had a job before. I've worked construction before. But to see somebody open up their business a little bit to me, give me a peek of what it's like. And then my cocky ass, not even cocky, but extremely confident and well-versed in a lot of different things. I'm telling him shit he could do to improve his business. And he's like, who the fuck are you thinking like? You know what I'm saying? But I was on that, you know? And that's just how our relationship is. But when I started my company and he started seeing the things that I was doing, he's like, oh, I see. You know what I'm saying? I see what, what you're talking about, you know? And I think it's humbled both of us a little bit, you know? But, uh, but yeah, he's just a great guy. Anytime I can call him, I'll be in the middle of certain, a certain aspect of this job. I'll call him. I'm like, hey, you busy? You got a minute? He's like, yeah, what's up? He'll be on the job. You hear behind him and shit. His ass going crazy. And uh, he would just, he would always be a, a sounding board. He'd always listen. He'd always give some good advice. He'd just be on some like, what, what you need? You know what I mean? All the time, just looking out. He knows what I'm trying to do. He knows why I'm trying to do it, uh, why I am doing it. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, yeah, so those are the two, you know what I'm saying, that uh, as far as mentors. Yeah. Absolutely. Shout out to the mentors out there, okay? Talk shit. Shout out to your mama, for one. Yeah. Shout out to the moms out there. Mom, I love you. I love you, mom. <laughs> I'm kicking you and shit. Shout out to the moms. But no, that's really dope. I love that because they're two, like, I mean, different, you know, spectrums when you're talking about mentors, like, on the scale. So that's important to not you know kind of know if you have somebody in your life that really kind of gave you that structure you know somebody mm -hmm. you can depend on that's dope yeah i love that yeah now it's a blessing <laughs> let's get on the trivia i've been okay. grilling you know going in with the questions y'all know let's do my trivia so don't y'all help him okay don't <laughs> don't help him you ready uh as ready as i'll ever be okay <laughs> I'm just playing. It's not hard. Okay. Black trivia. You got it. You got it. <laughs> First question. <laughs> what record label was Carl Thomas signed to? Carl Thomas? Yeah. Motown? No. So emotional. You know Carl Thomas? So emotional. Uh, next. <laughs> <laughs> No, who who is he signed to? So emotional. That's, that's a that's a label. So oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he had the summer ring. And he had the song with Faith Evans. He was signed to Bad Boy, by the way. Bad Boy. What? Shout out to Carl Thomas, man. He's one of the forgotten R and B legends of the yeah. nineties. He needs his he needs his flowers. I Carl Thomas. See, I know about Diddy. <laughs> Diddy gonna pop up, but definitely right. Carl Thomas. Next question. <laughs> I feel like I'm gonna do terrible. <laughs> it's okay. We off to a, a terrible start. Which house party was TLC in? Oh my back! You hear that? That shit feel weird. I crack my back. All right. Um, which house party was TLC in? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> you can watch none of the house parties. It's three of them, right? Yeah. Right. So I, I'm sure I have, but like. No, it's three. Right. That's what I'm yes. saying. Take a guess. <laughs> we like guess. We like guess words. Three. Like guess. Yes. Look at you. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Look what happens when you apply yourself, Damn. people. Apply yourself. Yes, they were in three. I went off a of whim. Sex wham. as a weapon was their name in House Party 3. Sex as a weapon. Okay. Next question. That sounds promiscuous. That's what it is. <laughs> 
<laughs> that sounds dangerous. That's what the devil's name is. That's part three. Okay, next question. Ooh, you should get this. What show <laughs> is Ashley Banks from? Ashley Banks. Oh, that's um. Jamie Foxx show, right? <laughs> no, Ashley. Ashley Banks. Oh, see Phillip look. Banks, Hillary Banks. Oh shit! Fresh Prince. Yes. Why am I thinking? Of, who is who's the girl that worked the uh the front fancy? Uh, fancy. Yeah, I don't know how. Damn. <laughs> fancy. Man, no, it's fine. Uh, yeah, I tweet that uh, Ashley. <laughs> Ashley Banks. Yeah, I'm like Banks. No. Yes. yes hey. Yes. I've been drinking. I've Never been drinking. drinking. Smoking a little something too. Okay. Name Kanye's first album. Uh, I hope it's the graduation. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't even know. Oh, duh. Duh. It's been a long day. It's all right. Miss Eve. Blame it on the day. Blame what you need to do. It's okay. Blame it. I'm just not good enough. <laughs> That's the po cold hard truth. I'm just not good enough. It's all right. It's okay. <laughs> okay. I'm last, good at other things. Okay, <laughs> I'm good at other last stuff. Tribute. Other things. Who was on Dilemma with Nelly? What? What the fuck is Dilemma? Oh, oh, oh I'm thinking of a movie. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Fresh Prince of Bel Air, we drinking movies now. Drinking movies. Drinking Watching Pino movies now. This is great <laughs> Pinot Noir. It's because I didn't eat. I had some tortilla chips and hummus on the way here. All I had was lunch today. You gotta give oh me a break. You feel me? Oh. I stopped, I literally stopped at the store to grab it. I'm like, I'm gonna grab a snack. Yeah. I should have brought that shit in here. I was like, I ain't gonna be over here munching on the mic. This nigga bangers I wouldn't let you eat it. I would have. I ate but I didn't eat it. Because you get up. Um dilemma. Dilemma. Yeah. Dilemma song with Nelly. No matter what I do. It's a rapper. Even when I'm with I, my I, I, boy, you know I'm crazy. I, 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 and I know the song. No I do. <laughs> I know the song, but. Who was singing the damn song, babe? God damn. Uh, 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 I'm going to give you a hint. Little hint. I'm going to give you a hint. This is how nice I am. I'm going to give this nigga, bro. <laughs> Destiny's Child is the hint. Who from Destiny's Child was on the damn dilemma song with Nelly? Yeah. I'm sorry, what? Beyonce? <laughs> I don't, oh, what's her name? Is that where to see or some shit? It's Kelly Rowland, Ke Oh. Kelly yeah. Rowland. Kelly Rowland. I'm a sad yes. human being. He said, you are bombing. <laughs> Absolutely, y'all. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, <laughs> Uh, Definitely one of the worst trivia uh, uh, it's all right. people on here. I'll take but it's it. all right. Cheers to that. We're going to bypass that. So, anywho. <laughs> <laughs> anywho. anywho. Um, 
aside from you just, you know, doing your business and everything and your music, you do speak a lot of positivity, I feel like, online. <laughs> I can't believe it. I just went one for four <laughs> on that moment. That's crazy. You did. Caught me on the wrong day. No, I, I probably that probably would have okay. been any day. It's okay, it happens. Yeah. It's all right. I, I, it, that's why it's trivia. Yeah. It's to get you. It's a pop quiz it's to get you. It's of to get anything you. in the world. Um, but no, you speak a lot <laughs> of, of positive stuff. You know, aside from that, you know, y'all supposed to positivity and just staying focused, things like that. So somebody asked me. Well, I didn't say asked me, but they brought up the whole concept of men don't really have like self care. Mm. <laughs> and so I was like, you know who would be a great person to talk with us about? Oh, you. Really? So what do you do for self-care? What's a self-care thing that a man does? Mm. You can't say physical as far as like go to the gym, basketball. Because that's still physical exertion to an extent. What is something that you do as a man for self-care? Okay, first of all, men have, men have testosterone. Women have estrogen doing things that can increase your estrogen are things that help women. So working out is a thing that increases testosterone in men. So why could, why wouldn't that be something that is applicable? So that's your only, is that your only answer? No. Okay. I'm, I'm, but can, can I? Answer? Okay. Okay. <laughs> Damn, see, oh my ass, y'all. <laughs> um, so that's a big one for me. It helps mentally, you know what I'm saying? Especially with all the shit that my dad been through. Um, I always want to make sure my mental health is good. So that's number one. Number two, taking myself out. I go out to eat. I, I have a restaurant background, so I do like nice restaurants, you know what I'm saying? So, and sometimes that shit be expensive when you go with friends or you take a girl or you do any of that shit. Not that I do have time for most of that. I go out with friends, you know what I'm saying? But I really, I wish I had a girl to take out to a nice dinner, you know what I'm saying? But uh, that's not a fucking hint. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> no, but um, I love it. I love popping a nice bottle of wine or getting some a couple glasses of some shit, trying it. Um, that's how I've learned a lot about wine. It's about trying wine. Um, and then I think from then... On aside from like taking yourself out, doing whatever you think is enjoyable, whether it's taking yourself out to bowling, taking what any of that shit, I feel like at that point it becomes deeper on like who you are. You know what I'm saying? Like, what are the things that make you tick? Mm -hmm. You know, so like me doing a show every once in a while, that I consider that a little bit of self care. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I go out drinking, I don't consider that self care because next day I feel like shit. Mm -hmm. But if I drink at a show and I'm around good energy, good people, have a good time. I'm not really that. I don't feel like nothing the next day. I feel great. I feel like <clears throat> I'm living my purpose. You know what I'm saying? Not doing something that's outside of my purpose, which is like getting overly fucked up out of my mind, spending too much bread, you know, any of that shit. So, you know, more I learned about myself, that's when I was able to learn more about what do what do I like doing aside from those first two things, you know? So, but taking yourself out is huge. Learning about yourself, um, loving yourself. If there's something that you know, like... <laughs> If there's something that you know that makes you feel bad that's about yourself, I feel like loving yourself is doing what you can to improve on that. You know, like you can love yourself as who you are, right? Whether it's your body, whether it's your habits, whether it's any of those things, you can love yourself as who you are. But if you really love yourself, you're going to motivate yourself to get up out of that, you know what I'm saying, to make yourself feel better. The more that I do that improves my life, the better I feel. 
know what I'm saying? So why am I not going to keep pushing and keep doing what I need to do to make sure I stay number one in that mindset and not doing things that distract me from that mindset? And but number two, just actively wanting to pursue, you know what I'm saying, what it is that I'm doing type shit. So like that's that's what I think is like the deepest, like you know, you know, I think that's like the deepest level of of self-love is is just always doing not what's best for you, because people take that so selfishly. You yeah. feel me? What's best for you? Oh, what's best for me is going to go fuck with this dude or fuck with this girl to go like just having this like I don't give a fuck attitude. But you really like are probably just dealing with some shit or never dealt with some shit, and so you created habits and you think that that's what makes you feel good. You know, if it's drinking consistently and getting fucked up and not yeah. it, that's 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 never never the answer. You know that means you're trying to escape from something. You feel me? So like self love for me was like I used to be a big drinker. You know, I was going through a lot of shit, started partying in high school, never was really too big into drugs, didn't start smoking weed till later on, you know what I'm saying? Um, but would drink like a motherfucker. And that shit became a habit. Caught a DUI in 2016. Some crazy shit was on the news on the news, like blessed to be alive type shit, you know what I'm saying? Spent a lot of money on a lawyer and everything like that. And like so for me, it was like, how do I love myself if I continue doing these things that put me in bad positions? Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Like, so that's obviously a drastic one. But even like being with people that don't really love me, you know, how do I love myself <clears throat> if being around this person really makes me feel like this? You know, how do I love myself if I continue to allow that and continue to, and, you know, rather than lash out, no, I have to go do what I got to do to make myself feel, really feel good. Yeah. Not feel good, not right, right, right. feel good, feel good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. type shit. Okay, I'm gonna drink to that. Cause period, <laughs> I'm gonna drink to that. Cause we need to hear that sometimes from the from the male. You understand? Like it's it's this whole like war that goes on, you know. And there's always this notion that men don't get to like speak on themselves, they don't get to elaborate their feelings, they don't get to really do something that's just for them to make them feel good. And that's important, you know. Yeah. You gotta change the narrative. Go of, fucking you know, axe-throwing. Happy life, happy life. Happy, yeah. happy Everybody. But just, yeah. you know, you being a your own happy person to yourself. Exactly. Like, that's a very big thing, you know. Yeah. It's a big thing. Be happy wife, happy life. But it's like, my opinion on a relationship is <clears throat> two people being happy and bringing that wholeness mm -hmm. into something to build upon that. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> if one perfect person is broken, you're work you're trying to fix. Yeah. You're not building. Right. You know what I'm saying? It takes a fixed foundation to be able to build something, yeah. anything. You know what I'm saying? It's like that's that's it for me. You know? I agree. Type shit. And you can't depend on somebody else to create the happiness that you're yeah doing. at all you know if you're depending on happiness and somebody else is the only source of that happiness you got to check your shit yeah you know you have to be able to make yourself happy with or without somebody yeah you know and people just don't know how to be happy alone mm. <laughs> like i don't mind being in a relationship i was in a relationship whatever and it just didn't work out and i was just like cool I got shit to do. It's not fuck niggas, you know, niggas ain't shit. It was just like, I got shit to do. And I genuinely make myself happy by doing things <laughs> that I like to do. Mm -hmm. So I just always wonder, like, for men, because we don't really talk a lot about what do men do for them? You know, it is, it's always about men making a woman happy or living up to an expectation or just dealing with shit. Mm -hmm. So, I 
I mean, I'm sure some men, for them, it makes them feel good to take their girl out. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If you're in a relationship, you yeah. know, whatever. Like, you got a family, doing family events. I'm sure that, you know what I'm saying? And that makes me feel good. I love taking my kids out and things like that. But um, that's still also involving other, you know what I'm exactly. saying? It's not a self-care. What, exactly. So, like, that's what makes my spirit happy. That helps motivate me being around my kids. <clears throat> but it's, like, making sure I take at least, like, one night a month or whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? Um I hired I hire a cleaning lady, you know what I'm saying, to make sure I'm living in a clean space. Like, if I don't have the time to do it, okay. Well, if I don't have the time, that's that must be because I'm making money. Mm-hmm. And if I'm making money, then I need to make sure that I leverage that money to make sure I have peace of mind, you know what I'm saying? And so I pay a cleaning lady. She comes, like, once every two weeks, you know what I'm saying? My boy Nico put me on. You know, he was on that, you feel me? And I'm like, hell yeah. So, um, like, shit like that, like, just understanding, like, when I wake up and everything's everywhere, mm-hmm. I wake up in a cluttered mindset, right. you know what I'm saying? Um, so that, that's big for me. I finally have, like, my own space for for the first time in a long time because, mm-hmm. you know, me and my ex were together for a while, living living together on and off, and then I was renting from a homie at one point, uh, which was cool. I had my own room and all that shit, but it just, it wasn't the same, you know? So now me and my sister have a nice, big-ass motherfucking, not a condo, but it's a nice apartment, right. you know? And I love being able to spend time with her, rekindle our relationship from everything that we've been through as kids, you know? So that, it's a blessing, you know? But I'm able to decorate, put those shit on the wall that okay, I want, you know, yes. little, little shit, you know? Like, how do I want it, you know? Yeah. I ain't got to ask no girl, no woman, no woo something, and I'm having a blast, you know? It's so like, even those little wins for me, you know, it's just like, I had to start setting boundaries for myself. That's a form of self-love and self-care, you know? And then I think the last thing for real that I learned from my therapist is mind, body, spirit. Every time we had a session weekly, she would end it. Okay, so what are you doing for yourself this week? Mind, body, and spirit. So I'd have to give her a list of one of each of those things. So like mind, I'd say, and she'd let some shit slide, but I really, if I say workout is going to be body and mind, (laughs) sometimes she'd like, (laughs) sometimes she'll be on that, but sometimes she'll let it slide. If I razzle dazzle, put a little extra wording in there, let her know how I'm feeling and why, you know? But for the most part, she made me distinguish like, okay, for my mind, what are you going to do? Whether it's learning something, whether I'm going to get a massage, it's going to help do stress, you know? She, you know what I'm saying? She'd be like, whether you got to make love to yourself? I'm like, that's different from me. And I think, <laughs> like, you're, like, you feel me? Like, I don't know about all that. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know about all that. But uh, the other shit, you know, I take care of my body would be like working out, get a massage. Uh, I'll tell her I'll do some, I'm going to do some yoga tomorrow morning. You know what I'm saying? So she just make me be creative on what I can do for myself, you know? And uh, spirit, and I'll say, like, oh, I'm going to tune into this church or you know, just see what that vibe is like. And she knew where I was as far as like the difference between like God and religion for me. But I still like certain energies and certain lessons are, are can be valuable, you know. So I'm like, oh, I'm going to do this or, um, you know, I'm going to really just take a, a whole day to myself and just go kayaking. And that's going to be my spirit thing, you know, okay. I just enjoy it, smoke some weed, you know. Yeah. She was cool with all that. <clears throat> so all that type of shit, you know, uh, was were my answers to her questions. And so that just got, got me in the habit, too, of. Like, what can I do for self-care? You know? Absolutely. I love that. For real. I think that's so dope. Like, <laughs> I think that's dope. And I think it's dope that you go to therapy. Went to therapy. Or went to therapy. Yeah. That's really dope. Yeah, How long were you going to therapy for? It was close to a year, probably okay. like nine months, something like that. So it was cool. So yeah. you feel like that was worth it going? Oh, yeah. And the shit was free. So <laughs> it was like super really? worth it. Yeah, I had okay. it, whatever my insurance I had. You know what I'm saying? And, um. Uh, it was definitely worth it. Uh, it was all online. We went Zoom calls, so I didn't, I would do it at the office okay. or do it wherever. You know what I'm saying? Um, 
No, she was white. She was white. Um, I went through a whole personality and <clears throat> like mindset behavior test. Mm -hmm. And so based on that test and what I wanted to accomplish through therapy, they paired me with somebody. Mm -hmm. So it was more so like they paired me with someone mentally versus culturally. Okay. But she did understand. You know what I'm saying? Like there are times that I brought up like my childhood and growing up with shit with my dad being messed up. Ooh, and I was talking about my mom and her story. She's like, and being a black mom in a white neighborhood. And like, you know, so she was, she knew she couldn't really understand. And but she understood, you know okay. what I'm saying? And uh, <clears throat> so it was nice. She, her, her, I don't know if I should put her name on it. Her name was Ashley. I'm not gonna tell her whole name, yeah, but yeah. real nice, real nice lady. And um, she was just about her shit, you know what I'm saying? Just the, the way she asked me questions, I told her I wanted to be more assertive with my speaking, certain just a lot of different things, you know what I mean? And I'm still working on those things, uh, especially because I enjoy other stuff that yeah. <clears throat> makes me escape, you know what I'm saying. <clears throat> in a slight way, like I'm not over here banging Henny and shit and fucked up, yeah. you know, in a slight way. But um, she really helped me accomplish those goals, you know. And uh, so I appreciate her, you know, I appreciate that experience. Therapy was, I think everybody who's been through something, which is really everybody, should try it. You know what I'm saying? Just try it. Like if it's not for you, are you making excuses or is it really not for you? I absolutely. And I wish more would just invest in it. I'm just happy that we're talking about it more and more people are like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm there. Yeah. You know, and it's becoming like a regular conversation. Yeah. Versus, you, you know, what's wrong with you? Right. You know, people are talking about their that Something wrong. Yeah, it's been that. I always try to do do what's best. My spirit has always been 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 golden. You know what I'm saying? I never been worried about that. It was more about like my human body. Yeah. <clears throat> Started learning about nutrition. You know what I'm saying? Like Absolutely. what you eat. If you're not eating good food, then how are you loving yourself? You know, like yeah. <laughs> I really do. I'm a big believer in that now. I've definitely changed my diet a lot too. But you've been doing your you know diet changing, feeding your kids, you know good food and everything like that, and you feel better spiritually, mentally. Yeah. Changing your diet. Yeah. What was the hardest part for you? Is that, do you still eat me now, or you have? I do. You, okay. okay. I do. So, what's been some of the hardest moments for you as you tried to kind of like change your diet? So a long, long time ago, um, I noticed certain religions and people who had certain spiritual practices didn't eat pork, mm -hmm. and it was some things about pork, especially what's <clears throat> if I'm in the islands, if I'm in Puerto Rico and mm -hmm. it's a farm raised pig and they make a nice dish, I'm eating it. You feel me? Like okay. it's an animal raised with love. You feel me? In America where this shit is like systematically, you know, they're systematically raising pigs and yeah. feeding them whatever is the cheapest and whatever's going to yeah. bring the most profit. These animals are scared. They're in confined spaces. They get slaughtered and killed in terrible ways. You know what I'm saying? All of that shit. <clears throat> so I looked at all of that, plus how many religions and people of certain spiritual beliefs um, didn't eat pork. Mm -hmm. So I started there. And that was probably the hardest one for me. Okay. Um, <sighs> that and like pork tenderloins. <laughs> and like some. <laughs> And some like braised, you know what I'm saying? Like all types. I didn't really, I never fuck with pork chops for real. But all like, just like, oh, pork tenderloin, especially on the grill. Like, 
Like, and it was times even after eating pork, like I was at my boy Jose's barbecue and his dad made some shit. And I thought it was like, I thought it was turkey. <laughs> I swear to God, I did. No, 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 I swear. Because they got these turkey tenderloins that are about the same size and shit. And I'm eating them. This shit fine. <laughs> and he's like, he was like, puerco. You know, I'm puerco. I'm like, shit, give me another piece. Fuck it, we don't want it. I've already done it. But I know that was quality. It was made with love, at least whether it was raised with love or who knows. But, but like, and when I, when I, <laughs> so when I changed that shit, and stopped eating it right away. Certain things mentally started clearing up, like right away, lifted instantly. Mm. And so, like I was like, okay, you know. And I still fucking with red meat sometimes, but then I started to wean off of that. Only high quality certain certain burger. I, this one place in the city that has this fire ass burger, I would eat it twice a year, mm. and that'd be my red meat for the year. Okay. And then like a couple, and then like last year, last two years, I've had a little bit more here and there. Mm-hmm. More so because I'm working out yeah. and I'm, it's hard to gain as much protein in BCAs mm-hmm. and like it's, it's a lot as far as like building a physique right. that, I, that right. I like about certain types of meat, but <clears throat> primarily plant, plant-based. Um, but anyway, so yeah, I started with the pork and read a book called Urban Monk. Mm-hmm. I forget, it's a doctor that made this, uh, that made the book. He studied Eastern and Western medicine for like 40 years. He's, a, he's a, like, a, he has like three different doctorates, you know what I'm saying? Has traveled abroad. And so he brought like Eastern medicine here. And he's like, how to live an Eastern uh, cultural, spiritual life in a way, <clears throat> but in Western civilization. And so he talked about how certain foods and scientifically proven will lower and raise your frequency, like the frequency of your body type shit. And so, um, Beef, if raised well and raised with love, can be grounding, a very grounding experience. It's not a bad thing. It's bad in excess because it clogs the arteries. Yeah. And But really, if you were probably eating the best beef in the world, I'm sure that wouldn't be as much of an issue. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but that's neither here nor there. Um, chicken, other types of meat, same thing, but lower your frequency. Um, and so vegetables, nuts, not so much, like nuts and... Um, Beans, nuts and beans, not so much because they're not like live things, you know what I'm saying? But like anything that's green, you know, your fruits, uh, all your kale, your your greens, all that type of stuff mm-hmm. uh, elevates your spirit, you know, it puts you in an alkaline state, as Dr. Sabi would talk about, you know. And so, um, yeah, so that, I don't know what the fuck, I, I'm just... <laughs> I'm just enjoying myself trying to spit as much shit as I can because I don't do this shit often. You know what I'm saying? I'll hopefully chop it up into like decipherable pieces. We don't run the whole shit. Decipherable pieces type shit. No, I mean, we do. I like to shoot the shit. I like to conversate. And, you know, I feel like you're somebody that just, you know, does multiple things and you just try to live righteously for you. But I'm big on definitely food and diet and just. You know, putting goodness in your body. Yeah. Like, that's a very big thing. We getting old. All these bad habits, people been doing all these years. Hey, it's never too late to start cleansing yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, it's never too late to just do it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you just got to think about generational curses and wanting to just set a new bloodline for your family. You know, mm-hmm. when I have kids, I don't want them to even experience some of the types of foods that I experience as mm-hmm. a kid. I want the, your kids healthy and they go to school or whatever. They're going to meet kids. You know, they're going to try pizza. They're going to do whatever. But in my house, I would like for them to know I can eat, eat these types of 
food and be healthy and be, be good and I'd be all right. I'm <laughs> the only person in the house that don't eat like a lot of meat anymore. And whenever I'm, you know, with the man, they don't give a fuck. <laughs> about it yeah. but i had to be like grandma's from alabama mm -hmm. so there that's that chitlins yeah, here that's alabama yeah, right yeah numb. and then somewhere in tennessee, that tennessee so like, yeah all our, so black culture that. black yeah. people you know you know and it's like it's not shitting on the culture it's just no. you know we gotta shift it we gotta life. shift it yeah. you know it's, the culture is great the flavor the season is all that yeah. shit you feel like but it could be implemented in different ways right. you know what i'm saying and like i ain't no fucking soul food chef you feel mm -hmm. me shout out law cannon i, I was yeah, i'm about to message him i'm about to the messages asked about look, we need some vegan versions of this shit, bro. For real, for real. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. You gonna have to put me on. Definitely. But no, no, we've been chopping it up, shooting the shit. Yeah. Apparently. Um, apparently. <laughs> talking good shit, which I enjoy because I definitely like hear somebody. You know, like I said, we have. You know, I'm gonna leave you alone. I'm gonna leave you alone. Yeah. Now I don't know if you've been. You know what? Whatever. <laughs> I need to eat. Uh, I don't know if you've been tuned into like the Jelani Day situation, and then um, Daniel Robinson, who's another black boy that is missing right now, mm -hmm. and he hasn't been found. So you know, it's it's a really unfortunate situation, but it's very common. Unfortunately, you know, this is something we see a lot. And yeah. you being a black man, you know, seeing it regularly, realistically, right now, what is like something we can do to better protect ourselves? Because obviously, the you know. They're not gonna save us. Yeah. So I have, you know, little brother. I have an older brother. I have black men that I love very dearly. So anytime I see a black man in the end like this, it fucks me up because I could have been my brother. Mm -hmm. Could have been my dad. Could have been anybody. Mm -hmm. So you know, what is something realistically you do to just kind of like I don't know, protect yourself? You know what I'm saying? Like what? What is something that you realistically feel like black men, black kids, we can do to just protect ourselves right now? Um, <clears throat> I think a lot of this is like real spiritual warfare, you know what I'm saying? Um, doing your best to be the best, best version of yourself. I feel like a lot of times and, and not in these cases necessarily, but a lot of times, um, we're just so accustomed to living like lily dilly lives, you know, not really trying to progress and just living in certain things as like, as like people. And I think if, if we as a community can work together, like, I shout out the Black Lives Matter move, Matters movement because they are like the first movement to really put anything on the map. And they, you know, the contracts with the NBA, the NFL, like that's huge. That's huge shit to be able to push that message forward. And I think um, if we continue to do that, I mean, this can't live afraid. You know what I'm saying? So if we just continue to live our lives in faith, um, do our best to live our lives with much prayer. You feel me? And just attract great things in our lives, do the best to feed ourselves good things, make sure we're operating at a certain frequency, educating ourselves <clears throat> is huge, how to deal with certain situations, you know what I mean? Um, you know, I believe in self-defense and all of that shit too, but it's like in situations where it's like a one-on-one -on -one type thing, like you know, like it's like, <clears throat> so I just try not to point to like superficial answers mm -hmm. or like easily attainable ones. Mm -hmm. Like getting a gun and shooting somebody, that's easily attainable. That's an easy yeah. thing to do. I feel like, you know, we just got to continue shifting and uplifting each other. Mm -hmm. Keep spreading the word. Keep a lookout. You know what I'm saying? Just be, be 
be aware of your surroundings. I mean, all the rules to life, you feel me, at yeah. the end of the day. Um, but, uh, you know, it's, it's very unfortunate what's, what's going on. With those boys, the one missing his organs and shit, right? I'm pretty sure. Well, his mother made a statement and actually said that they weren't missing. Themselves, oh, great, yeah, great. Okay, mm-hmm. so that, I mean, not that that makes it better, but right. it makes it less of like a somebody's organ harvesting. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like that's completely different versus like an uh, unnecessary killing. That's, you know, are you talking like super sick, sick, sick versus like you know, yeah, like like it's, you know? So <clears throat> I'm glad that it's not getting to that level of thought, and it's mm-hmm. not that at that level because that's some chaotic shit to be dealing with. Yeah. But um, yeah, you know, we just live with faith. You know, walk up out the door with a mother smile on your face. If you get pulled over, treat that treat that as with respect. You know what I'm saying? You know how many tickets I got of just from not trying to be tough. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? I'm on my way from here, here. No, sir. I ain't got, you know, whatever. Like, just, you know, like, shit. I'm a salesman then sometimes. Shit, I mean, <laughs> that voice on real quick. Yes, sir. Okay. No, but, um, yeah, so I think just so make sure that you do it some type of way. Yeah. And I definitely feel that looking out, we gotta. I feel like we gotta love each other a little better. We gotta yeah. be there to just look out for each other more. You know, really be a little more overbearing when it comes to our people because you never know. Like communicate with your people. You know, check in. Yeah. But it's it's that sad. Like like back in the day, little boys used to be able to walk home and like you know what I'm saying. So it's just like, how do you 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 know? Like I don't know. I got kids, you know. So I I, I wonder, like, do I want to be the parent that's overly? You have to think about. You know, like yeah, overly. I'm gonna pick. My daughter, right at this time, mm-hmm. we'll do it. Yeah. I think that's a big thing too. If we change our thought process and get out of this negative thinking, mm-hmm. uh, we attract better things into our life. We speak better, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? We stop listening to music about killing motherfuckers. So then, when Very we come true. out the crib, we thinking about somebody Very killing us, true. and then five years later, we yeah. get killed. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. not saying that that's what happened in these cases, but right, it's, right. it's far too common, you know. And it's like, I think it starts with listening to better music. All that shit, it's like I said, spiritual warfare, mm-hmm. and that's why I started with that because. <clears throat> when your spirit's aligned and when you where you're supposed to be and you're doing what's best for 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 your your frequency and and doing your best to represent God in a positive light, you know what I'm saying? Like that's that's major. And I mm-hmm. think that uh because it's so rare that blessings are are really available. <laughs> you feel me? Yeah. Like it, yeah. they they out there for motherfuckers, you know what I'm saying? You just got to make a change, make a shift, you know. Yeah. And like you said, love each other. Love each other, yeah. Love yourself. Love yourself, for real. Like, like that should be fucking me up. <laughs> I, I really be feeling some type of way about that because I love black men. I'm surrounded by black men. I don't have any sisters, so I just got brothers and, you know, just a lot of black men that I've been around my whole life. So anytime I see it, any black men that's, you know, missing or got murdered or anything like that on TV, I just instantly, you know, ask other black men, you know, are you all right? Are you okay? You mm-hmm. know, because that's very traumatic. Mm-hmm. But that's a, that's a my boy says, "Strange, teach kids about stranger danger. Mm. That's huge. Mm. 
super basic. I almost forgot it, but that's like major. Mm-hmm. Make sure your kids are aware. Yeah, I mean, you have to. Yeah. You have to have those conversations because, yeah. unfortunately, we live in a sick ass world. Right. And you can be positive thinking, obviously, but you have to be realistic yeah. about the people that you're around. If there's hundreds mm-hmm. of sex offenders that do not register every single year, mm-hmm. you know, and they're living right by your school, right by your kids, you know, family members, whatever the case is, it just it's just about, you know, really creating that community for me, that village of people that you can kind of rely on sometimes, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Maybe you late getting the kids and you know the neighbors, they thorough, you mm-hmm. know them, you know what I'm saying? It takes a village, like my yeah, mom would like real shit. Yeah, I, I mean, for me growing up, that was the that was the vibe because mm-hmm. I used to be kicking it. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I used to be kicking it. Yeah. But my mom and dad knew where I was at, yeah. you know, it wasn't like Right, we're not gonna let you go out. Yeah. You know, they're gonna let me go out, but they knew I was either here, yeah. here, or here. Yeah. You know, yeah, so, that's facts. I just, my I just mom, like my mom was on that too. For real? Yeah, she was on that heavy. Yeah, that's definitely been a blessing. She'll, she'll recognize I was gravitating towards older people mm-hmm. that were involved with certain things. Mm-hmm. She'll keep me from that. She's from the south side, mm-hmm. you know. She all around the GDs and shit, you know what I'm saying? So she <clears throat> she knows her shit, you know, and so she'll see she'll, and then she was very big on like meeting people's parents. Mm, that's another exactly. thing. And I think that's huge. I, you know? I agree. Um I really I don't think about it probably now mm-hmm. or didn't think about it first because my kids aren't having play dates like mm-hmm. that. They're not old enough. But I'm sure as they get older, mm-hmm. I'm definitely gonna be on that, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Making sure I know who is who, right. you know, what's going on. Right. Um <clears throat> and I think it's tougher in like inner city areas. Mm-hmm. You know, which is very unfortunate, and there's a lot of shit as far as like red zoning and like mm-hmm. just shit within this country that has made that shit possible. You know, and made the hood what it is. Um, I think we know about it now, though, and we definitely got to do our best to get out of it, not make excuses. And I'm very empathetic to the situation. You know, knowing that's where my mom comes from and many yeah. people come from, but seeing her story and what she's accomplished, mm-hmm. everybody has 24 hours in a day. You know. Mm-hmm. And so I think with our kids, it's got to be the same thing. Like Absolutely. it's just like, you got to teach your kids as much as possible. Exactly. Teach this, teach them the shit that you learn late in life. Exactly. I'm teaching them shit. I'm trying. I talk to my three year old daughter, mm-hmm. and she has full conversations with me. They say the average word length of a sentence for a kid her age is three or four words. Mm-hmm. She'd be talking to me seven words, ten words. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? <clears throat> sometimes be rambling, but sometimes she really be making sense. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, you right. know. And so I, they, they understand, mm-hmm. and we limit them by limiting them in our minds exactly. and saying, like, oh, you're just a kid. Absolutely. And no, the fuck, they're not Absolutely. a kid. You know what I'm saying? Like, this, that's a little human, Absolutely. you know? And, and you want to underwrite them and try to avoid from talking to them about certain things, or you're going to expose them to that. That doesn't make them not a kid. Mm-hmm. I feel like if they can grow up and, and make money as they get older and right. things like that, they can stay a kid forever. Right. And their version of a kid. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, if we, were, if we all grew up with $30 million or we mm-hmm. made it ourselves. You know, like the freedom of choice and the freedom of time mm-hmm. is so valuable, you know? And so we got to teach our kids self-defense is huge. I did take karate as a kid, but I just never had to use it, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> I feel, and I feel like that's why, it's, you know, it's very important to, yeah, look out 100%, communicate. As parents, we have to do our thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We have to make sure that we're we're watching over our kids. Um, I think at the end of the day, though, it's just, it's also like you said, first and foremost, mm-hmm. loving each other. Because like a lot of the negative things that we do to ourselves mm-hmm. is because no one else is loving us. Exactly. And so we don't know how to love exactly. us. You know? Exactly. Type shit. I agree. Exactly. Exactly. That's yeah. exactly how I feel. We don't know how to love ourselves. Yeah. Now we want to just lash out on everybody else. Lash mm-hmm. out on innocent kids. Like, woo! Jesus. Mm-hmm. I want to <laughs> the shirt. 
This has been deep, y'all. Like for real. Shout out to everybody that's been tuned in because it's it's been serious. It's been serious. And I just wanted to dive into something because you know, we gotta have these conversations. We are the ancestors now, as they would say. So when you're somebody that's an influencer, you have a certain type of you know grab you know gratitude from people and they gravitate towards you. You got to make sure that you're speaking on shit that's wrong, you know, with our culture. Because the only way it's going to get better is if we try to fix it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I'm I'm not trying to preach, obviously, on here. But, you know, I work in in four organizations. So I'm very big on the betterment of black people. Mm -hmm. However, that needs to be done. But he brought me a shirt. Y'all know I love gifts. <laughs> oh, you know I love gifts. I'm official now. Here y'all. Just say, oh, it's so crispy. Y'all can see it crispy. <laughs> Stop playing with me. Appreciate you for having me. Okay, yes. I'm so happy you came. Like, this is super lit, y'all. <laughs> y'all see me? Yeah, doing it. I'm doing official. it. I'm aware to make sure I take pictures. Too. Yeah. I love stuff. So yeah. thank you. No, I appreciate you. Can try you try it on right now. Um, yeah, I'll try it on. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for coming on to the Talk Podcast, though, for real. I appreciate you. I know you're a busy person, so I appreciate you taking some time out of your, you know, life to come and chop it up with me. Of course. For real. It's my pleasure. I think you're super dope. I'll always thought you were dope. You're doing your thing, Thank and you. I just love your whole mind state that you're putting out. Keep doing you, Black men, and inspire other Black men to want to follow pursuit for real. Appreciate that. Okay. I'm, I'm gonna do my best. For real. That's a lot of pressure. How much pressure on you saying? Pressure makes you can diamonds. Handle it. You can handle it. I you know? think you can handle the pressure. Yeah. I think you can handle it. Thanks to everybody that tuned in to Pillow Talk Podcast, of course. Y'all were commenting, sharing, hearting. We love it. Thank y'all for tuning in. If you're not subscribed to Pillow Talk Podcast, make sure that you do stream on all major platforms, including iHeartRadio, we on YouTube, Robin Event, all that good stuff. So don't miss Okay. Send a love and like to everybody that tuned in tonight, man. I appreciate y'all so much. I got his IG Thank scrolling. Yeah. So he said, he but said, I'm, just hit him up. I've been him. hiding behind this mic. So, uh, <laughs> let me stop. His IG scrolling <laughs> on the bottom. So make sure you guys tap in, okay? Because I got it on the bottom there. So all of the business stuff. Y'all might need a job. He might need some people to come in later. We don't know. You gotta make it happen, okay? Send a little light to everybody. Appreciate y'all for tuning in. See, when I ain't had no money, I still had sauce. Mm-hmm. See, if you don't got no sauce, then you, you, you're lost. Mm-hmm. But you can also get lost in the sauce. You can-